MIDI Innovation Vault, the deep dive into digital therapeutics, core principles, current trends, and future snapshot, episode three. For this final podcast episode of MIDI's Innovation Vault series, listen to MIDI's principal, Gregory Montalbano, discuss and explore his deep understanding of the importance and requirements of the world of digital therapeutics, also known as DTX, as related to the healthcare device industry. So please stay tuned and enjoy. Talking with Gregory Montalbano, he's the co-owner of MIDI Medical Product Development. MIDI is a turnkey medical product development consulting firm that works with its clients in innovating new medical platforms from early research and concept development to full commercialization. Good afternoon, Greg. Good afternoon, Matt. For this latest episode, um, let's talk about digital therapeutics. What topics would you like to cover on the? In today's podcast, I'll discuss DTX solutions, go-to-market strategies. I'll also define DTX digital therapeutic ecosystem and its stakeholders, as well as cover DTX solutions, give to get value exchange for patients, payers, providers, pharma, and med tech. And then lastly, I'll cover the three common features for digital therapy adoption by customers and healthcare providers. Sounds like we got some ground to cover then. So let's get started and uh, define go-to-market strategies for DTX platforms. Okay, Matt, uh, so let's talk about what impacts product market fits and improves the desirability, feasibility, and viability of a DTX solution. So organizations that develop DTX solutions from digital health startups to biopharma companies have at times identified too small or narrow of a stakeholder group to gain awareness, adoption, and engagement affecting their market launch. So proper DTX business models require a deep dive and laser-like focus on specific clinical conditions to gain regulatory approval. So, but however, delivering a compelling end-to-end user experience and end-user adoption requires more systematic understanding of the value exchanges within a broader ecosystem of stakeholders. So a broader DTX ecosystem can impact product market fit and more effectively fulfill the needs of usability, feasibility, viability of any DTX solution. Many developers do not address the unmet needs of stakeholders across a broader TTX ecosystem. And this can come from a lack of early in-market experimentation studies to validate, refine, and if needed, pivot critical business model assumptions prior to development implementation as well as launch. So go-to-market strategies from a DTX application must consider a broader set of ecosystem stakeholders for a successful launch. So if the appropriate methods consisting of the ecosystem and the stakeholder studies are incomplete, DTX solutions become engulfed by the massive volume of digital health alternatives targeting shared stakeholders with the same value proposition. So without a strategic and well-implemented roadmap to guide development and market entry, a DTX solution can lose marketplace and time, causing organizations to end up burning cash to try and differentiate and build awareness to their solution. So defining the roadmap for a go-to market strategy is of paramount importance to support successful product development, clinical trials for DTX launch success. 
sound advice. Now you talked about knowing the ecosystem and stakeholders for successful launch. Can you speak specifically about defining a DTX ecosystem as well as its corresponding stakeholders? Yeah, sure, Matt. So what is most important when developing a robust roadmap for DTX development is getting an appropriate grasp of the broader stakeholder ecosystem surrounding your proposed DTX solution. So following this understanding, it is important to identify and adapt value proposition targeting these high priority stakeholders. So this is critical method for accelerating go-to-market awareness, adoption, engagement for any solution that you're developing. In defining DTX ecosystems, most organizations tend to just focus on satisfying direct transactional stakeholders. They are the nucleus of the DTX ecosystem, providing services and valuable information and affording insight. The transactional stakeholder ecosystem can include uh, individuals such as patients and caregivers. And patients and caregivers are the primary end users and have solutions developed to serve their needs. Additional transactional stakeholders also are payers and PBMs who are tasked at the decision makers for the DTX reimbursement and typically have input for development relative to data and analytics. Additionally, another group is providers. Providers drive patient decisions around managing treatment and its important nexus for patient adoption. Another group of transactional stakeholders are pharma as well as medtech who are typically the primary paying customer for DTX and are also the gatekeepers for widespread adoption. So it's important to keep in mind DTX organizations want to maximize and streamline market launch as well as their growth over time. There are other stakeholders called influencers to include in the DTX planning, the execution, as well as the launch. So influencers can afford more rapid and risk mitigated success through DTX awareness. And it's important that DTX organizations take this into account and incorporate their input for broader stakeholder ecosystem when defining the value proposition and the go-to-market strategies. So I'm gonna talk about influencers. So the DTX influence, influencer stakeholder ecosystem can include care and navigation advocacy groups and services. So they support critical and non-critical service like patient benefit counseling. Additionally, there are clinical claims data aggregators and health IT organizations. So taking into account these influencers, these are groups that provide critical input for data and analytics. Another group is the research community who influences and shapes clinical thought leadership, as well as market awareness through patient and provider networks. But last but not least within the influencers are the digital health platforms who are involved in medical cost management. Very good breakdown of the digital therapeutics ecosystem of stakeholders, Greg. So once you identify and collect critical information and direction from your stakeholders, what's the next step in the process? Yeah, so when you've identified a well-rounded stakeholder ecosystem, you should structure and adapt your DTX solution to support a give-to-get value exchange 
with the same ecosystem of transactional and influencers, stakeholders. Greg, can you break down that give to get value exchange with the different stakeholders for us? Yes, Matt. So let's start with the transactional stakeholder group. So I'll go over each group and describe what we need to give to the stakeholder group and what the value we need to get from the stakeholder group. So let's start with the patients and caregivers group. The give value to this group is improved access to information and quality care, as well as personalized on-demand support for management of conditions and risk factors, as well as comorbidities. The get value from this group is insight into methods of managing and implementing therapy, as well as adherence data for drug and device planning. So moving on to the payers group, the give value to this group is lower care management costs and labor for patient treatment and adherence, all of which support better clinical outcomes for patient health and wellness. The get value from this group is the large population access, as well as the disease management programs that can be leveraged for adoption into additional information for reimbursement and payments. So with regards to providers, the give value to this this group is enhanced patient and provider communication tied to patient history. The get value from this group is the identification of specific patients for use within the DTX platform. And lastly, pharma and medtech, the give value for this group is insight into the patient experience to be utilized for future development and roadmap creation. Additionally, it is advantageous relative to the patient engagement for clinical trial applications and recruitment. The get value from this group is the ability to support co-development, funding, and investment. Okay, can you now break down the give to get value exchange with the influencer stakeholders? Yeah, okay, Matt. So let's talk about the influence stakeholders and we'll start with the care navigation and advocacy service groups. The give value, So this group is better access to targeted clinical solutions and information that directly addresses the need of patients tied to improve outcomes. The get value from this group is increased customer and patient awareness, adoption and engagement. Moving on to the clinical claims data aggregators and help IT organizations, the give value to this group is licensing fees and revenue sources along with data and insight accessing into patient comorbidities and behaviors. The get value from this group is access to clinical workflow and real-time data capture. Moving on to the research community, the give value to this group is anonymous aggregated clinical and behavioral data. The get value from this group is access to research and clinical specialists, as well as principal investigators to conduct your clinical trials. And lastly, digital health platforms. The give value to this group is greater depth of clinical information, data analysis, therapy insights relative to conditions. And the get value is patient access, adoption, awareness, and expanded insight into comorbidities and behaviors. It is of great importance to consider incorporating the stakeholders give to get value when developing and planning your DTX platform, as well as your go-to-market strategies. 
Each DTX application is unique and will possess its own individual needs with regards to its ecosystem and stakeholders. So DTX development and organizations must be identifying and partner with groups within stakeholder ecosystems to assist in gathering the necessary insight and targeted value propositions for market success. Greg, earlier you mentioned that there are three common features for digital therapy adoption by consumers and healthcare providers. As we close out this podcast series, would you mind enlightening the listener on those three features in regards to DTX? Sure, I'd be glad to, Matt. So let's talk about digital therapy adoption by consumers and healthcare providers. There exist many different applications and requirements for digital therapeutics whereby each requires their own strategy to support adoption and market success. There are three essential common elements for success that DTX solutions should possess. They are meaningful interactions, human-centered design, and workflow integration. So let's first start talking about meaningful DTX interactions. So the average consumer is bombarded with receiving information and organizations looking to accrue their information. And companies that offer meaningful incentives for interactions are most often the ones that win their attention, their interaction, as well as their engagement. So value-added innovation features are most appreciated by consumers and typically can be the incentive mechanisms to change their behaviors. One powerful example of this is gamification. So digital health applications that have game play elements improve motivation, engagement, as well as the outcomes. And these treatments span patients who have arthritis, diabetes, back pain, obesity, and more. So meaningful DTX interactions drive positive clinical outcomes and support patient adherence to a prescribed therapeutic program. The next one we're gonna talk about is human-centered design. So it's important for digital therapy companies to perform continuous user research so that their product designs meet their patients and providers' needs hand in glove. So typically there is lower satisfaction and adherence to therapy if the DTX product has poor usability design. And it's important to focus on delivering a well-implemented user experience based on extensive continuous research and testing. And then the last is following human-centered design in its workflow integration. So a digital therapeutic application that is not carefully integrated into a clinician's workflow will face significant barriers for adoption. And it's important to not require clinicians to take additional steps and time to input information. It's also important that the results integrate seamlessly with the existing patient data. Any feature that aids clinicians in elimination of inefficiencies and labor during their daily tasks will be embraced. Very informative. So, Greg, would you like to offer some final thoughts for this podcast series on digital therapeutics? Yes. So, as discussed, the rapid growth of DTX over the past decade have resulted in the exponential growth and commercialization of evidence-based applications that are poised to become major disruptors to the healthcare market moving forward. 
So as the reach of DTX therapeutics, their use, their market penetration increases, so does the potential to positively impact public health and reduce healthcare costs for all. So this will create a unique paradigm shift among regulators, payers, providers, of which will require them to pivot to remain on top of this fast-moving medical market segment. Wow, you've given a lot of valuable information on digital therapeutics in this podcast series. Greg, as always, thank you for your time. Thank you, Matt. You've been listening to the final episode of MIDI's Innovation Vault series on the deep dive into digital therapeutics, DTX, core principles, current trends, and future snapshot. Your host and principal of MIDI Medical Product Development, Gregory Montalbano. If you have any questions or comments on today's podcast or would like to schedule a complimentary consultation with Greg about your business, you can reach him by phone at 1-631-467-8686 or email innovation at midipd.com. If you enjoyed this podcast content, please follow MIDI on social media to download informative industry-related white papers and industry-supporting material at www.midipd.com. That's M-I-D-I-P-D dot com.